This is We Are Netflix, Netflix employees talking about work and life at Netflix. You know that quote that you hear a lot about how the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference? I think feedback culture is about fighting against indifference. Our workplace culture at Netflix is not something we keep secret. Our famous culture memo, which anyone can read online, gives an overview of the values and practices the company has in place, from using extraordinary candor to being informed captains in our work. When did you realize that the culture memo and the language, et cetera, in it was actually real and not just like a corporate message? Oh my God, the first week, like literally the first week. <laughs> London Wright Peggs is a lawyer working on indie films at Netflix. On her first day, she attended a meeting where she saw Netflix's culture play out in real life. I saw people actually having very candid conversations and giving each other feedback throughout the meeting on my first day. I was like, oh, they're, they're really going in today. Like, this is amazing that people are just being so open. And at the end of the day, people are receiving it well. Like, they're receptive to it. Feedback is essential at Netflix. Both openness to receiving feedback from others and really listening to them and giving feedback to your coworkers even when it's uncomfortable. It builds trust in both directions. Additionally, we only say things about our colleagues that we will tell them directly. I'm Lyle Troxell, and on this episode of We Are Netflix, we begin a deep dive into the different aspects of workplace culture at Netflix. I recently sat down with employees from all over the company, in fact, all over the world, to discuss the company culture here at Netflix. And so in this special series, Every episode will focus on a part of our culture, from multiculturalism to what it's like being a working parent at Netflix. Today's episode is all about something that can be richly rewarding, but also challenging. Feedback. And to start it off, let's pick back up with London Wright Pegs. London like the city. I am a counsel for the original independent films legal team, Business and Legal Affairs. As we just heard a moment ago, when London joined Netflix, she was struck by how employees at all levels of the company were comfortable giving feedback to anyone else. And so I would just say, like, you know, we perceive feedback as a gift. Like, literally, people are here to help you grow, to help you become, like, the best version of yourselves. So I would say just, you know, take the feedback for what it was. Like, for me, my first year, believe you, I was like you know, coming from an advertising agency to film and doing legal agreements, there was a lot of feedback I was receiving, you know, but I just approached it as, look, I'm new to this. Like, I'm going to just take it in. And, and I just actually like honed it in so that the following year or the following week, even they wouldn't have that same feedback. And it's not always constructive feedback. It could be very positive. Like, you know, when you're doing something really well, or they're impressed by you closing a deal so quickly, they will let you know. So I just say like, you know, embrace it all, like take the good feedback with the constructive, because it's not going to be like, you know, you're a horrible person. It's never personal. It's very much literally about the work. Do you find giving feedback or receiving feedback more challenging? I love receiving feedback because sometimes they'll let you know you're doing an amazing job and others they'll tell you like how to improve. And I'm just like, that's amazing. I, that's exactly what I need. And so, you know, being a lawyer, I think I'm starting to like hone in on like, okay, I can actually, my voice matters. But Netflix, they teach you to just lean into that discomfort of, you know, giving someone feedback and just 
try to word it the way you would want to receive it, right? Like literally, if you think of it as a gift and literally think of it as something that someone actually wants to hear, just like I want to hear my feedback, then you can approach it in a very kind, professional way, you know? And I think I just like would overanalyze in the beginning, but now it's just kind of second nature to just give feedback. So uh, embrace it. (laughs) Have you grown as an individual at Netflix? Hundred, hundred percent. I mean, we also have this thing called comp review every year, which for me, that's another way. I was never comfortable talking about money, you know, my worth, everything like that. Um, so I feel like I've grown tenfold because you just kind of need to just be able to like be authentic and genuine and like be able to stand up for yourself. So I feel like Netflix just teaches you to just be comfortable in your own skin. Everyone is just human and just, you know, take it what it is, because at the end of the day, the goal is to literally make amazing content, really make this the most amazing place on earth. And so when you think about the big picture, it's really like, don't overthink it. Don't really think about you as the individual. This is all about the greater, bigger picture. I also spoke with Aaron Mitchell, director of HR for Netflix Animation. He told me about a time that he gave feedback to an executive at Netflix. We have what we call our quarterly business review. And one of our executives who's been with Netflix, I want to say 13, 14 years, is part of what we call our leadership staff, so our top 20 leaders in the company, made a comment during this quarterly business review around how we invest in potential. And it was a comment that almost made it seem like we shouldn't be investing in potential. And it struck me off because this is one of our executives that has been a proponent of innovation a proponent of feedback. And so I felt weird about the comment. And so I emailed him and I set up some time. And like I said, he's a very well-established executive and I'm me. I'm a fairly new Netflix employee. I'm not part of this executive leadership team, but I'm like, he talks about how important feedback is all the time. If I don't do this, he wouldn't be very happy with me. So I email him, I sit down time with him and then I play it out for him. I'm like, here's what you said. Here's how I took it. Here's the question that I have. And I would love to know, like, one, what you were thinking when you said it, but also what you intended to convey, because this is how I felt. This is how I felt it or interpreted. He's like, oh, my gosh, I completely hear how you see that that way. I should have shut up when I said this first thing. I completely put my foot in my mouth. Let me explain to you what I was trying to convey. And I'd love for your response or your, your, your feedback on how I could have said that differently. And it ended up becoming a discussion about how he could have done it differently, because basically what he was saying is like, if I knew how to do it the right way, I would have. Clearly, I didn't. So it would be pretty obnoxious of me to pretend like, oh, I've got this under control. And that modeled a certain behavior in me for like leaders. Like, it's not only important for me to give this feedback to my leaders and to individuals all throughout the organization, but it's also important for me to model how important it is so that I'm never closed to receiving it. Because in that moment, He could have taken it like every other senior executive outside of Netflix has taken feedback from me. Like, you haven't been here long enough to know, you know, give yourself a couple more months or some other version that shut it down. Well, I think an integral part of the feedback culture is that you give feedback to your peers, but also to the people that you report into. That's Eva von Lieven, a manager for German language original series based in Berlin. And I think giving feedback to somebody who's senior um, to you, that can be a little bit daunting. 
Not because you think that person isn't going to take that well, but I think because it's a little bit unusual yeah. and it tends not to be the case in other workplaces. When I first heard about the feedback culture, I was a little bit apprehensive. But I have to tell you that the experience I've had with our feedback culture has been a purely positive one, because after the first experience of it, I really understood what it's actually meant to do. It's meant to support me and it's meant to help me grow and become better at my job or a better colleague. And that is a real service that another colleague can give you to take the time and to support you and root for you and tell you feedback to see things that you wouldn't have otherwise seen or to understand that there's an area that you might want to have a look at and might want to grow in. So I've always really felt it was a super constructive and um, positive thing. So I really, really appreciate that part of our culture a lot. And I understand it can be scary from the outside and it's not always easy, right? Especially I feel that giving feedback it's actually even harder than receiving feedback, but it's, it's so good to be able to learn that and to be open and to be vulnerable and to give others that service as well and help them grow. My name is Vijay Venkataramanan, and I'm the director of post-production for Netflix India. At many companies, feedback is a formalized experience that happens just once a year. Where you sit down with your manager, cross-functional partners and you talk about things and what, what went right and what didn't. And feedback at Netflix is very different because we're constantly giving feedback. We're not going to wait. And as Vijay points out, more timely and frequent feedback can be very helpful. If there's something happening that's not working well, and you wait a year for this performance appraisal to be able to provide feedback, then you just allowed that problem to persist, possibly snowball over the course of a year when it could have been caught early, it could have been nipped in the bud way at the beginning by just having a candid conversation between two people. And really that's what feedback is. For two people to be able to sit down and speak to each other honestly about things that are working and not working that affect the business or their ability to do their job and have an impact on the business. And, you know, we also have this cycle just to make sure people are giving feedback. We do have, th we do 360s once a year. We're actually in 360s right now, but we don't necessarily have to wait for 360s to be able to give each other feedback, right? So we're yeah. encouraged to do that uh, immediately and through the year. How do people know that they're really supposed to be honest and candid and give feedback? I mean, how do you build that kind of trust? One of the things I try to do is start by asking my team to give me feedback right? um, and keep it, keep that open. So if anybody wants to give me feedback, they can call for a session. We also do team 360s, right? So if we want to do a 360 feedback just as a post-management team, anybody on the team has a right to say, Hey, I think things are getting a little messed up. I think we're getting into a bit of a chaotic space and we need we all need to talk. So even if one person puts their hand up and says, we need to do a 360, the whole team needs to show up. You've got to set time uh, aside and sit down and talk. The other way I try to do it is by simply sharing the feedback that I received. So 
you know, right now we're in that 360 cycle. My manager, Gavin, has written feedback for me. And I just yesterday shared that with the team and said, here's the feedback that I've received from Gavin. Just for all of you to, yeah, my boss. And I said, just for all of you to understand what actionable feedback looks like. And if you need a reference point for how you want to word your feedback to others or to me, uh, here's something to refer to. Receiving feedback is not a bad thing. It's receiving feedback is knowing how to get better, right? That That's the knowledge that you are getting. So I think before you join Netflix, the words feedback culture can come across like critical culture and That is far from the truth. That's Archana Kumar, user interface engineer at Netflix. And by the way, you might recognize her voice. It starts and ends each episode of the We Are Netflix podcast. You know that quote that you hear a lot about how the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference? I think feedback culture is about fighting against indifference. And it's really about whatever you do, whoever you work with, don't be indifferent towards them. You know, if they're doing well, tell them they're doing well. If something's working, say it's working. If things aren't working, say it's not working. If things could be better, speak up and say how it could be better. So feedback culture to me is very much about not being indifferent. Archana, can you describe a one-on-one where somebody gave you feedback that was hard to hear? Ooh, yes. Going into feedback can be a little anxiety-inducing. For me, I should say, because <laughs> I knew, I kind of expected the feedback, but I was also very much in my head about, oh, and then they're going to say this, and this is how I should respond. This is what I'll say back. This is how I'll defend myself and all these things. But when we sat down and actually talked through everything, it was so refreshing and just very much a moment where Another person was a mirror that helped me see myself and my actions and the work I was doing. And I think we underestimate how hard it is for us to observe ourselves. Ryan Burgess, software engineering manager, told me that feedback at Netflix can take all kinds of forms written Slack, you know, in a one-on-one verbally, well, now we're on videos, but like, you know, in person has happened too. Some of those advice ones where it's just like, oh, I think you could have been a little more clear in this meeting or tighten button up something here. That, that stuff is more for just continually getting better. But there are times when it's like, I'm concerned. And when you start hearing those types of feedbacks, like I'm concerned about this, like you're, you're going to need to strengthen this or really work on that. When you start hearing that, you're like, okay, this, I got to work on this even more. I mean, you want to work on even the smaller advice, but I always tell people that if you start hearing that from me as your manager, like, let's work on that together because that's where, you know, that's where it's a little more serious. Ryan, will you be vulnerable and tell me something that was one of those heavy concerns someone gave you and how you dealt with it? Yeah, I'm trying to think of times when I've had maybe had that, you know what, there's, there has been times even in sometimes my like written communication or something was maybe not really clear as it should be. And to be honest, as a manager, and this is like earlier in my management uh, at Netflix, 
that if it's not clear, like as a manager, you should be really working on communication all the time. I always want to be better at it. And I know like I'm still have ways to grow communication, verbal or written. But I think there was a time where maybe I just some of the pieces of communication, whether it be writing a doc, wasn't as clear as it could be or wasn't really bringing others along for the journey and getting the input that it needed. And so that could have been I don't know if it was like get this right or you're out, but it was it was where like it could have been that where if it didn't start getting better, it, it could cause problems. It wasn't causing problems, but it could. And I, I think some of that feedback really resonated with me and still to this day does like I will always work at being a better communicator because I think it's so important uh, for an idea to get across and to bring others along on that journey. You know, writing something in one sentence is a lot better than writing three pages of, of content. And if you know, like what's a clear, concise idea? Finding the right time is important and, and the right forum, I think, is incredibly important. That's Neta Zagalai, Director of Marketing for Middle East, Turkey and Africa. I use my one-on-ones with, with my direct team for feedback consistently. But another great example was, uh, you know, we had a, a moment of friction on a cross-functional call and, and we kind of got a curveball that we weren't expecting. And, you know, the interaction I had with, with the, the lead on the other side of that conversation was immediately after the call, um, I sent a note and I said, hey, I, I think we should have a conversation about this. And what I love and admire is his response was, let's get on a call now, right? Nice. And he sat there and he opened up and he asked questions and, and, I, and I shared. And, you know, at the end of it, despite it being a difficult conversation, I actually pinged him the next morning and I said, despite the actual situation, the fact that you wanted to jump in there and look at this and understand what went wrong and tackle it heads on at 7.30 p.m. while you're supposed to be having dinner with your family, to me is incredible. Have you grown at Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, immensely. More recently, in practical terms, my scope of work has grown. But I think I've grown a little bit more as a leader. And I will say, you know, some of that feedback felt like it's come in handy since I've joined here. I think I've grown my creative muscle a little bit, which I really used to doubt when I first started. And it took some feedback from a peer to say, hey, just open your mouth, speak up, you've got it, you know. So, yes, absolutely. It's, it's, been a, it's been an interesting year and a half. It has been in- incredible and immense, rewarding professional experience. As we've heard, a lot of people have talked about how it can be challenging at first to give feedback, but that once you're immersed in the culture of Netflix, it becomes less challenging. Going back to my conversation with Aaron Mitchell, who had given feedback to an executive after a meeting, I wanted to know how did he know that the feedback would be received well? How did you know that that was going to work for you to talk to them? How do, how do you, how, why do you believe that? Well, I didn't know it was going to work and it hasn't always worked and it hasn't always worked at Netflix. So I didn't know it was going to go well, but what I did know is it's my job. It's, it's my responsibility to give that feedback even when it's difficult because part of being in this high performance culture is If I see it, it's a problem. I got hired to be a part of this team, not to observe the team from a distance. So I didn't know it was gonna work, but every single time it comes up, I I read the culture before I joined and I feel like it's supposed to be hard and I'm supposed to do it anyway. 
for people that aren't here, or even for somebody that is working at Netflix and has some trepidation about about giving feedback like this, what would you say to them? What I would say to them, and I'll take a really quick detour and I'll get right back on, on the path. I've been with my wife now for 20 years. And for 19 of those 20 years, we have been engaged in very honest and direct feedback with one another. For that first year when we didn't, we didn't learn anything about each other. And it wasn't until that time when we had given each other really honest feedback where we figured out where the guardrails were that our relationship really started to blossom and grow. And I've learned everything about how to manage people and navigate really difficult conversations. When I think about how challenging it is to tell the person that you love, that you spend all your time with, where you've, you sort of store a lot of your emotional security, if I can do it with her, I've got to do it with these coworkers. I've got to do it with these colleagues. And so what I tell people who have some trepidation about it is, imagine that thing that you know isn't working continues to persist. How much worse is that going to be? And do you want to be working for the company that you saw the thing happening? You saw that disaster pending and you didn't say anything. And then the disaster happened. Like, how are you going to feel about yourself? And I've been in those situations earlier on in my career when I didn't say something and I saw the thing go wrong and I felt like crap. I felt like that was my opportunity to say something. And the downside hasn't been significant enough for me not to speak up, right? Like, again, I've been doing this with my wife <laughs> and that's where this, that's the scariest of conversations for me. So if, if, if the downside in my personal relationship, I haven't, I haven't really gotten there. With a company that says we want this, it feels like it's so much easier. It feels like the, the stakes are so much lower. We don't have any formal trainings on this giving feedback, but we do put a lot of importance in it. How do we get people good at it? We're still working on that because, right, to your point, we don't do formal trainings. I think the the way that we are working on it, and there's a there's a model in in the space of HR called the three E's, and it's around learning and development. There's education, there's exposure, and there's experience. And the way the model works is you you get most of your learning through experience. 70% of the model is based on experience. And I'd say that that's how we approach feedback, right? Unfortunately, the only way to get good about dip, having difficult conversations is having difficult conversations. But the more important part of that is the reflection. Are we sitting down? Are we talking through what went well, what didn't go well, how we might approach those things differently. And I think the thing that we've done well at Netflix is we've developed a bit of a of a habit around that reflection part. So we do the individual feedback. We have an annual formal 360 feedback process where people give and receive feedback to one another. And then we encourage reflection, public reflection, like tell your team, tell your boss, tell strangers within Netflix, what you're working on. Because when people know what you're working on, they can help you get better. Because the whole point of this thing is so that we can be our best, the best version of ourselves every day. It's not to humiliate. It's not to break people down. It's not to blame. It's to build the best and most high-performing culture possible. And the only way to do that is to constantly refine that. So while we don't like provide manuals for how to do it, because we talk about, ooh, this one time I gave feedback, and I made it too personal, and here's what happened, and here's how long it took me to do that differently, that storytelling helps people not walk down those 
those paths. And it also provides an opportunity for people to say, hey, I'm going to reach out to per- that person that had that difficult conversation because they may be able to help me through my pending difficult conversation. And finally today, Shweta Shukla, VP of Talent in Asia Pacific. Feedback is fundamentally a really great way to grow people who have a learning mindset. It takes away the unnecessary burden on both sides of not being able to understand the unsaid, right? Like, you know, I think what I've often found is that people go through enormous amounts of stress and unhappiness when they don't understand what the expectations are, when they don't understand what the other person thinks on the other side, when they don't hear a perspective. And hard as it may be sometimes to share something that might be hard or difficult or sometimes even complimentary, right? You have to tell people what they're doing great. It's not just about what they're not doing right. It's really important to get that out there because the unsaid creates huge amount of unevenness, uncertainty, and then also your culture starts really suffering in in the long term. And I can cite several examples of teams and organizations I have seen suffer because they did not get this right. And that's why it's at the fundamental aspect of who we are and what we do. And it directly relates to the fact that we want to continue to stay transparent in everything that we do. I was a little bit like skeptical coming in about, okay, like how am I going to adapt if I, if I, you know, sort of get this feedback and and how will I feel? I did think about that. Right. And uh, even where I was coming from, there was being open was one of the values, but I'd heard about uh, a lot more of that getting practiced at uh, Netflix. So as I came in, what I realized was there was a period of where, you know, you are new and you don't have credibility. You don't know all the people. And so there is a period when you get your first piece of feedback. When I got it, you stay with it for a while. I did stay with it. I reflected on it saying, is it something that am I not doing correctly? Am I not fitting in? But, you know, my manager of that time said something really really profound. You know, we believe in you as a professional. You've got a number of years of experience behind you. So your fundamental ability to do this job is not in question. You're just learning to do it at Netflix. And which is why you will hear people offering selfless inputs in terms of how you can be better, how you show up, uh, because you're learning into it. And that made me realize that, okay, you know what? I have just, I signed up for this. I signed up for some discomfort. And when I get it, I'm only going to grow. And since then, what I realized was that the act of giving feedback is a very selfless one and only the ones who actually care about you do it. And to have a number of colleagues who care enough about you to share that without creating any sort of uh, culture which uh, feels uh, unhealthy was great to experience. It was a journey and I'm still on it, but I get better hopefully every single time I do it. I hope you enjoyed this feedback episode the first in this special series on our culture here at Netflix. Thanks to all my guests. You'll be hearing more from them and some others as we cover more topics in this series. Okay, Archana, back to you. We Are Netflix is hosted by Lyle Troxel. He's a senior software engineer at Netflix. You can keep up with We Are Netflix on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. To learn more about careers at Netflix, go to jobs.netflix.com.